How are you, Sarah? Episode 428. Well, I'm feeling great. (laughs) There it is. You know, I'm feeling great, but not about all things. Or, but maybe I should change my mindset on this. Guess but I, what? But there's I've too much discovered. hate. Well, also that. Yes, correct. Okay, go ahead. That's adorable. Can we all just give Susie a little like? Oh, good job, Susie. She did it. You, I like that you did that. Um, I discovered my first gray hair. <gasps> That's the proper reaction. Thank you. <laughs> Ren did not have the same reaction and he was what like okay he he's just like well maybe you've had gray hairs and you didn't know before blah 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 or wait and oh, i'm like no, no i need outrage i need the <gasps> i can't believe he said that no because he's all because he's got gray hairs in his beard he's got he's like so he's like what's the big deal he always and I think I everything just, like, like with rose colored glasses right he's like a, ugh, i know this is not the time ren i'm like this is an emergency <laughs> i have gray hairs where and, did you like, see it long. in the front all over, Sus. <gasps> it's a, it's a, it's spreading like the coronavirus. Wait a minute. Do you think that like no? Really... Don't say it. Shh, 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 that they were there all the time. <laughs> that's a red no, no, said. no, no. No, oh. I was thinking maybe like all the stuff that's going on. One hundred percent. Yeah. Because they're all new. They're like they look the exact length of like hair growth of the yeah. Like or the last three years. Growing. That's when like. I'm... <laughs> I started feeling pretty angry. 2016, yeah. right about. Yeah, and I was like, it was a moment. I I remember. I I think I don't think I will forget that. And then I found Damn. like three on the side, and they were Sarah, like long. They are. This is they an were, emergency. I know. Thank you, Susie. For now, I don't even understand how it works because <laughs> does it start? Because I, I, I noticed a few different things, okay. and I can't believe I don't know this. I you don't know this either. <laughs> I, don't I don't know, know why anything. I'm like asking you like you're an expert. But what are your what are you what are your thoughts? I is it like it grows straight out from the root and like you know like regular like you know you yes. plug a hair and it grows yes, it does. and then it comes in gray. But how come there are some that are super long? Does that mean they've just been there for a long time and I didn't yeah, notice them? That's correct. Oh, I thought maybe it was that thing where, like, all of a sudden the hair follicle just like whoosh, <laughs> and it turns its white. Pigment. Yes, like a like, tree. Which, yeah, like because that happens like when people experience like they see a ghost and they get that like white streak, like oh. rogue from the X Men. <laughs> So it was either that you so, either saw so, a ghost or you're aging. So it's either I saw a ghost. Stop it! Oh, Damn. it's probably the ghost. It's probably the ghost. It can't be getting any older. Oh my god! It's like I could feel on my head where they are now. I'm. This very is aware. an example too of like people. You know the ladies that let it grow and are natural. Yeah. yeah. And I so um, admire I, them. I think I have to be that lady. I was wondering if because you seem like the type. Yeah, I, I, that's why I said I think I have to. <laughs> that wasn't that wasn't like, that was like me like asking like I think I I think that's like what I'm supposed like. <laughs> that's who you if, are. If I'm following the the, the, the Sarah the, brand, right? Yeah, I'm on brand. Don't you think? Like I think that's so noble and right. can be very beautiful, but I am not courageous in that way. My friend Tana did that and she, she did it while we were in grad school and, you know, because it really, we recognize, and I think it, it's the, maybe the field you work in and things like that yeah. because we talked about how we are in one of the only businesses where your age helps you, where yes. you want to look older, you get credible. Yeah. Yes. You get credibility. And mm-hmm. so people would be like, oh, aren't you a little young? So she's like, I'm going to think I'm going to grow my hair out and, uh, yeah, and I don't the want grow. credibility. <laughs> <laughs> That is desirability is what you're going for. <laughs> yeah, like we have different it's credibility you know. or desirability. <laughs> yeah, but like, yeah, and it's like mine. It seems like pretty curly, and so it feels very like like you'll you know, look great, flowy, like like Stevie Nixie, you know. And yeah, it's like blonde. Um, who knows? But it was a real moment. I remember that, <laughs> and I also will remember forever the moment when I tried to thread a needle and. I couldn't see. The, I had to hold, do that thing where you move it back. And I was like, oh, oh my God, you're I did advanced early aging. Susie, I know. <laughs> I know. Susie. What's happening? I mean, this is a time of great mourning. It is. Thank you for really understanding because I feel like nobody else 
And by nobody else, I mean just Ren, because he's the only other person I've talked to. People are going to be mad at me and say I'm ageist, and I mean, you're right. (laughs) In terms of appearance. Oh, Oh, that's really funny. Yeah. Well, so uh, you are having trouble dealing with it, but you think you'll probably accept it. No, it's just like, I yeah, I'll accept it because here's the thing. It's not even a matter of, this is hilarious that we're talking about this. Like, more because, like, this is not where I expected this to go, but we, this is so funny. Um, it, it's, it's, it's a matter of my, uh, 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 we can assume that I will have poor lack of upkeep. On, <laughs> or I will have a lack of upkeep. I should say. Mm-hmm. We can assume that I'm not going to be one to be touching up the old grays on. Yeah, you're not the regs. No, yeah. I'm mm-hmm. like Ren was like. Couldn't it just be that like maybe it's like you're finally seeing it because like and I'm like no, I would get my hair color like once every six months, you know. Yeah, like, I was so lazy with that, and like, <laughs> so and you're talking to a girl like colored in her roots of sharpie, so like. Yeah, well, you know, when my hair was black. So mm-hmm. like, yeah. And uh, so I don't, I don't think I can, I can color it because I would have to like be, it would be too much maintenance and I would just be like Roots McGee all the time. So <laughs> I, there we go. You know, when you do see one, like, um, you know, Elon Musk's mom, May Musk. Yeah. Oh, do I know don't her? know her. Can you Google May her? May Musk because, definitely yeah. sounds like a <laughs> perfume you buy at CVS. Right, but that like weirdly smells great. That is so funny. May Musk. Look. I think it's M A E. If you Google it, okay. and take oh a look my at her. God, is she the so, most beautiful woman that has? Uh, what I know, and she has that gorgeous gray hair, and sometimes holy it crap, looks incredible. I mean, she's a model, so of course she's a model, Canadian, yeah. South African model, and dietitian. Well, there, okay. She's so stunning. She's and gorgeous. If you can rock it like that, do oh, it. Oh, Susie. What? These are not my genetics. Well, I'm just anyone, not you Okay, personally. but that's like a bit like, okay, okay, right. If you can. I thought you were telling me and I was like, this is <laughs> yeah, how like, I, I This is what you're going to look like as oh, an older no. woman. No, I already have seen my mother and she looks like Skeletor and I oh, already stop. see me morphing into it. So I'm just accepting that. Oh my gosh. It's frightening. Well, I'm slowly turning into one giant freckle, so I have that to look forward to. <laughs> you know what? This actually is the perfect transition to my first topic, which is um, it was just a quick article I read about a brand that was um, acknowledging how whenever you go on a Zoom call, the first thing that most women do is apologize for how they look. Have you noticed oh. this? No. I have because I well I have different Zoom meetings than you do. <laughs> I would be like, I would like to encourage anybody out there to feel do not feel like they have to apologize to their therapist about how they look. That True, is a waste that would of probably time. be like the, the like next the ten person. minutes. Yeah, so like you don't. Yeah, you don't need to do that. Well, even with friends, you know, like we'd get on and they'd be like, "Oh, pardon my roots," you know, the salons yeah. are closed, or "Sorry, I'm wearing sweatpants," or. You yeah. know, or whatever. Like my I house did, is a mess. I do do that. Yeah. I did that for sure. I'm definitely mm-hmm. apologizing for me yeah. being human. Yeah, and like I do it too, because to me, self-deprecation is bonding. Like you know, because then you're, I don't know, you're yeah. just saying like we're in this together. Like we look shitty together. Yeah, and. Yeah. um I notice it and I was glad they pointed it out because I wanted to be more aware of it. Like, cause the men aren't apologizing. No, <laughs> not at all. It's all the women in being fact, like, I'm sorry, In fact, they're crying. the opposite. It's that lawyer who thought it was okay to answer with his shirt off or like, or do a meeting with like, it's like the opposite. We're like, oh, could you, you ha, yes. do you own a comb? Yeah. They're not so aware Do you know where it way. is? Mm-hmm. Like, like, I mean, I'm just assuming this is not the city. It's very different because I'm not in business meetings, but I'm just going based off of the articles I read and the things that they say. Yeah. And that like the women will apologize because their baby's crying Gosh. in the background or because their dog yeah. barked or because oh their God. hair oh, looks this stupid. Is, this is a yeah. totally different world. I'm like encouraging, like I'm practicing, I'm, I am in pajamas. So when I'm like, I'm like, <laughs> incur- I'm like, please like just roll out of bed. Like, do not worry about. Because who who wants to worry about that, especially when you're... <laughs> 
Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Yeah. Um, I will say what uh, uh, it's the apology apologies for like kids. And I feel like you don't you never have to apologize for kids or dogs or things like maybe in my world. You don't have to apologize for anything. That's really the yeah, product. that's true. I do know that's that it. about you. Yeah. Well, and when you're doing therapy online. Yeah. But yeah. even in general, like you're not the person who's going to judge. No. No. Because <laughs> no. I'm just praying that they're not judging me and my roots that haven't been done in six months. <laughs> and your one and my gray, gray hair. <laughs> okay. Next up, did you read about the woman on a reality show that's in Asia called Terrace House. Have you no, heard of this? No. This is like, I, I think it's... I've read almost nothing recently. That's okay. Except like regular books. That's what we're here for. Yeah. So there, I think Terrace House is similar to Big Brother, but I think it's mostly well-known people. So maybe like Celebrity Big Brother. Uh-huh. And, you know, they live in a house and find out what happens when people stop being polite. <laughs> and... um the one gal that was on there this season was this beautiful um, Asian wrestler, and she, I guess, like, in the, like, like, like WWE, WWE style. Okay, okay, yeah. yeah, got it. And I guess her persona in the wrestling ring is the villain, you know, uh-huh. kind of uh-huh. like sassy and whatever. Got it. And so when she was put on the show. Um, it's kind of complicated because you're casting her, but everyone knows her as this person, like Hulk Hogan or whatever. Correct. Right. Yes. So she was edited, as we know how this works, to match it. And so she was like, you know, kind of like the person that stirs the pot. And then, of course, the audience reacts and they hate you, but they kind of love to watch you and all that jazz. We are very familiar with this. Wow. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, unfortunately... As we predict, this went terribly bad because she was experiencing cyberbullying from all the viewers and she mm. um, took her own life <gasps> as oh. a result. And mm. these are, they're aired like Big Brother where it's like happening while it's airing kind of thing, I think. Mm-hmm. No, no, no. I think mm. so. But then this was an, a rerun. They were airing a rerun. So she had to experience it again, like the mm. the onslaught. And so, you know, this is something Sarah and I, we talk about all the time where, you know, you're just, even when you say, oh, they know what they're getting into, you can't imagine what it's really like until you've been there. Don't you agree with that? Yes. Like, it sounds like, well, who cares what other people say or, you know, you're on TV, you have to expect criticism, but Mm -mm. it can feel... it's so... When I remember they... And they didn't even give us a breakdown of what was really good. Like, there was a minor talking to where we had like a, a what do they call it? It was like a pre, like a PR and press prep mm. meeting or something. Oh, my God. And Like before like your first days. episode came out or something? Yeah. And it didn't do... It didn't prepare us at all. And I just think about how can you? And even like I've, I, re- I have read that contract and especially like the damages that it could do part, you know, just because mm-hmm. I'm curious. Because I would always say like, oh, they're, they, you know, it says like they can decapitate you and blah, blah, blah. And like I always think that was funny and I wanted to like know. And I'm just like, oh, my God. It like you can't you can write all that. 
but it, it still doesn't even come close to how it really feels. Yeah, because the true pain for most of us is certainly not physical. Right. It's, you know, emotional, But mental. even if they say emotional or mental, that's so broad. Yeah. That's so, you know, and it doesn't take into account like, like complex trauma being a part of that and like, mm-hmm. or, or like somebody else having background or if you have a, a, like a drug addiction or if you have a mental ill, underlying mental illness that maybe hasn't been diagnosed and how the, like that kind of stuff. Right. Because how could you really? You can't. Right. So it's not ethical. I mean, I've said this a thousand times. Reality television, not ethical. <laughs> It'll well, eventually come out. Mark my words. This is one of those where I'm sounding like my mother. Where I'm like, mark my words. One day they will, they, they, whoever they are, the, the, I don't know. The powers that be. The powers that be will say, mm, this is, it'll probably get really bad. And then they'll say, nope, this is unethical. I mean, it is a weird thing when, and I speak from experience because not only were we on reality TV, but we now have a podcast and mm-hmm. some people might think, you know, if you have a certain number of followers, you're an influencer and that's mm-hmm. commodifying your life as well. Mm-hmm. And it can be disorienting because yeah. you, it's like what's real and what's not. Right. Right. And what's important right. and what's not. Everything gets skewed yeah. and it's like totally. a funhouse mirror. And you can, and it, it's, it's engaging in the other things that people engage in, in, in like, it's real life for us and for people who have been on reality television, but it's entertainment for other people. Yeah. And I and really do think that's hard for people to understand yes. or conceptualize. Yes. yes. I had a talk with um, Milo, v- what the heck is his last name? Ventimiglia? The- Ventimiglia, that guy. At <laughs> a, I f- I'm not kidding. I really did. At a uh, an event that we went to. Um, when I was on the show and we were talking about like, uh, uh, playing roles and things like that and being on television. And we were talking about how if people don't like him, they don't like him because of his character. Right. And he's separate than that. If people don't like one of us, then it's very hard because there's the feeling of like, oh my God, they don't like who I am. Mm -hmm. And that's, it's easy. I mean, it's like not playing a role. And I think we understand that, but people who are watching have a hard time understanding that. I was even thinking recently about, remember when Johnny's leaked sex tape came out (laughs) and then we, as a joke, decided we were going to watch Dunbar's porn Mm -hmm. on our Q and a instead because we weren't going to watch a leaked sex tape. But I was thinking about how, like, I don't like Dunbar and I don't really care about him as a human, but like his decision to do that video yeah, and like I'm pro sex worker, all that stuff. Mm -hmm. But Mm -hmm. to me, it felt like the byproduct of being on reality TV when you don't want it to be over, but nobody Uh really wants you anymore. So you're Uh like, okay, now what? Right. Okay. I'll just do this. This is like the the band reuniting and do, going uh, and touring on a, a a cruise, right? And it's like maybe it it was healthy and it worked out great and he loved it. And he has no regrets. But the sense that I have is that this is an act of desperation, and you really mm-hmm. want to still be relevant. You want to be yeah, holding on. Yeah, and it makes me sad now when I look back, and I think <sighs> we shouldn't have even watched it because like maybe that was him saying like, please love yeah. me. Yeah. Ooh. That makes me sad, man. Anyway. Well, because that's like one of the things that's on there. So you can argue that like that falls into emotional distress or whatever. Mm-hmm. And like that, the term emotional distress is so broad that it, it's like basically like every single bad, icky thing on the scale of a terrible, awful to like, eh, not so bad. Right. And you don't know where each person falls on that spectrum. Right. Yeah. Or what other things were there that makes it all compounding, like, you know, compounded or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. It's complicated, but, you know, I, this is just one of those things like reality TV is not going away and neither is the commodification of personal lives. 
So it's important to just have the conversation and be aware of what you're consuming and supporting and stuff like that. Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Um, okay. Well, spe- so keeping in the, the wrestling, like, theater yeah. realm, I, yeah. I was... I also watched the documentary on Netflix called Nobody Speak, which is about the Hulk Hogan trial against Gawker. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. Refresh. Okay, tell like, me. A few years ago. It was about ago, leaking something, right? Yeah, there was a sex tape that leaked yeah. of Hulk Hogan banging mm-hmm. Bubba the Love Sponge's wife. Um and oh my God. I assume the love sponge is in quotes. <laughs> what if that was his Christian name uh, <laughs> on his birth certificate? I forget crazy. his real name, but that's what oh, his like radio name God. is, Bubba the Love Sponge. And um, he and Hulk were friends, like best friends. And according to Bubba, they all, they had an agreement. Like he, it was like, what do you call that? Cuck, cucking? <laughs> Where like oh my god, yeah, you I bang can't I somebody else's out. wife, and then the husband yeah, yeah, watches yeah. or whatever. It's a whole thing, mm-hmm. whatever, mm-hmm. whatever you're into. So uh, there's a tape, and it was leaked, and Gawker published it, and then Hulk Hogan sued them, and yeah. so the documentary deals with a lot of First Amendment questions about who is sort of behind this move to make libel laws stricter and limit what the press can publish. And I mean, the answer is Trump, but it's also right. Cause that's right. I remember yeah. that's what I, it being like a, don't look over here. Like the distractor from the, what the real thing was. Yes. Because unbeknownst to everyone, Hulk Hogan was being funded by a man named Peter Thiel, who's a billionaire and he was one of the founders of PayPal and um, an early investor in Facebook. And Peter Thiel also happens to be gay. And Gawker outed him. So he had a personal grudge um, toward Gawker and decided to bankroll this um, lawsuit. Oh and God. the implications are huge because they found in Hulk's favor and he got a $115 million, um, what do you call that? Settlement. It wasn't no. a settlement. Oh, oh, oh. Whatever the thing is yeah. called. And now everyone in the media, you know, realizes they can, you can bankrupt an entire outlet if you don't like what they say. Oh, yeah. That's fucking dangerous. What was really bonkers, though, was like watching Hulk on the stand. So yeah. yeah. At that time... Did he Hulk, wear his bandana? Yeah. It was black, though, like a somber bandana. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, at the time, if you'll recall, he had a reality show, Hogan yes. Knows Best. Yes. I watched it. I did, too. It was great. It was hilarious. They're a bunch of goons. And they... So it's Hogan Knows Best, and they are in his family's home and following his real marriage. Like, they, they documented yeah. his divorce and everything. But, like, he's on the stand arguing, like, Hulk Hogan is a persona. It's not Terry Balea. So, like, they would say, well, you, how can you say that this video is private when you're going on Howard Stern and saying you have a 10-inch penis and you have a reality show? And he's like, oh. I don't have a 10-inch penis. Hulk Hogan has a 10-inch penis. And I'm like, oh, now I'm into it. I am so fascinated by this idea of these people, public figures, who blur the line between fact and fiction Hmm. and, like, their own personality versus their persona. 
Okay. What are your initial thoughts on that? God, like... Oh, man. I I have to, like, take... It's, like, so much to take in and filter through because it's, right. like, okay, so first is... It's a leaked sex tape, and he's upset that they leaked the sex tape. Bubba claims, though, that the tape was consensual mm-hmm. and that it wasn't like they filmed him without his knowledge. Right. And also, like... And she was the owner of the... T- she had a copy? Yeah. Like, she's not... She's fine with it. <laughs> yeah. As far as okay. I know. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mrs. Bubba? Okay. <laughs> Mrs. Sponge. Mrs. Sponge. <laughs> Mrs. Sponge is okay with <laughs> Right. Is there a Mrs. Love sponge? (laughs) So, right. But also there's, when you're, there's different laws, you know, if, if I'm just a regular person in the world, there's different libel and slander laws for me than there would be for someone like Trump or a public figure because public interest matters. So, um, when you're someone famous like Hulk and Mm -hmm. you have a reality show and you talk openly about having a big dick Mm-hmm. Then the expectation of privacy is much slow, uh, smaller than yeah. somebody who's just living their life and has right. kids, whatever. Yeah. But according to this judge, who you know, question mark, question mark. Uh, yeah. Then we are going to dismantle free speech and and freedom of the press, uh, just because. And the reason this matters huh. is because billionaires don't want you to know their private lives. They don't want you to know their private dealings either. And so they, oh it's my bad God, news this is for deep, man. Yeah. Who knew Hulk Hogan was so consequential? Oh, I know. This is making me like, ooh. <laughs> because there's the initial instinct to go, yeah, yeah like you It's can't, private. It's private. But... If it's in the public interest that yes. like, and I can see where business is going with that, mm-hmm. where like, because then I think of Jeffrey Epstein and all that. Yeah. Right. And it's like, you can't, you know, I don't, I feel like somehow it's connected. Yeah. And so yeah. I think <laughs> also when you're in the public eye, if you are uh-huh. determined to be private, then don't fucking bang Bubba the love sponge's wife and film it. Right. And, and uh, for sure. Oh my God. That, there you go. Because like, I think about, I'm like, I don't worry about that because I've never done that because I don't want that to ever be a possibility. Oh my God. But I mean, listen, I'm also not victim blaming. Like if, um, you take nudes and you keep them on your private phone right. and th- then they're different. just put out. Yeah, there there are it's nuanced and because it's complicated. Because once again, that's not but if if you were like that's what you did, you know, if you had an OnlyFans and then something else, like it might be a little different. Yeah, every situation is specific to <sighs> the details of it, especially for libel laws which are very complicated. Yeah. But in this case, it's like there was a bigger agenda than just like yes. Hulk's upset. And that's what you have to follow. Like, cause that's, it's, it's not step stage one that, that it's not like the, the first layer of the onion that it's like, you got to kind of go, okay, well, if this is true, then what about this? And what about this? And, and you this eventually isn't a question get to. of, oh, Gawker has to pay a fine or you know, Hulk gets a settlement. This is the yeah, Gawker changing. was run out of business yeah. by Ooh. somebody who was mad that they said <sighs> he was no. gay. And the guy that runs Gawker is gay. And he was like, I don't think that being gay should be shameful. Right. And I don't, mm. I think all celebrities should be the same. So if I write about so-and-so dating his girlfriend. Oh, right. How, yeah. Because yeah. we do that Okay. With straight couples. We do yeah. that all the time when we're like, uh-huh, 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 okay. I'm just saying it's Even complicated. And, you know, that we should consider all yeah. these things and how, the implications they have on things like fucking freedom of the press, which is fundamental wow. to a democracy. Even and if what they like, print is unsavory. I think it's terrible to out somebody. Yeah. I would never do yeah. that. That yeah. doesn't mean I think it shouldn't be allowed 
that yeah. it should be against the law. Oh, Those are two yes. different things. Whether something Susie, is appropriate. you're really making me think in these last few episodes. <laughs> yeah. I am I'm, just like, I'm, I'm a sponge, not a love sponge. But <laughs> Well, that's why I love the ACLU is because they are not, they don't care what you believe, like what religion you are or whatever. Like if you want to burn the flag, even though that may be reprehensible, it should be allowed. It's protected speech. Mm-hmm. And so we should allow the KKK to say these disgusting okay. things. We mm-hmm. should allow, like, not incite violence, but they can have gross beliefs and all yes. that. And that's yeah. fundamental to our democracy is having things said that are offensive and gross and that mm-hmm. being allowed. Mm-hmm. Mm. And same for the press. Mm. <laughs> Man, You're we hilarious. lose that. Well, no, because, like, it's so true. And, and this is, like, that's something that I don't know a lot about and I don't know how to... You know, my, 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 like, I know about like weird facts about lobsters and then things related to like the human mind and brains and emotions. And, and like, that's about it. That's, and that's, that's about lie. it. So, you know, it's just like, I, I'm, I'm like, like, I'm I like, will fight what? for your right to say really disgusting things. Yeah. You I mean, can we be do a talk a lot about poo on this episode. Right. I but will. you, you can say and do terrible things. And I believe that that is you're right, mm-hmm. and I will fight for that. Mm-hmm. And that's why people have died mm-hmm. fighting for those rights. So we have to maintain mm-hmm. them. Fucking yes. interesting. I love those good documentaries like that. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? <laughs> Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day so what makes a life a good one in the coast guard we think it's all of the above and more but you'll have to find out for yourself visit gocoastguard.com to learn more in the category of like terrible brand choices you know how sometimes they come out with stuff and you're like why you mean you like 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 the Chipotle, which actually ended up being cute. Didn't oh, yeah, you see the it? Shoes and it was cute. No, the the makeup set. Oh yeah, no, I didn't see it, but I took your word for yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's right. So like <laughs> like that, but so what? Like that kind of thing where they're like okay, combining yeah, things or just kind of. okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'll give you an example of a good one. Recently, okay. I saw on Leah Remini's feed that she partnered with K Swiss, and they did this adorable tennis shoe with um, rainbow stripes on the side mm-hmm. for pride. Oh. And I was like, obviously, yes, I'm buying those right this second. (laughs) And so I did. And that's a great like um, collaboration for Pride Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm, Case mm -hmm. was great. Well, Levi's decided to do one for Pride and inexplicably (laughs) decided to release crotchless denim. Oh, for Pete's sake. What do you (laughs) mean? so bad. You have to Google it. I have to Google this. See, no, this is like what I'm talking about. This is exactly the... the, I love this kind of shit. Listen, I mean... Oh, Susie said, listen, that's good. This is (laughs) going to be good. Uh, uh, Do I type... Levi's Levi's. crotchless denim pride. And you will see the most hideous pants you've ever laid eyes on. Oh, Lord. And I'm not opposed to crotchless pants, like whatever you're into. It's just the denim. Oh. And also, what does that have to do with pride, really? Mm. Okay. What do you think? Levi's pride denim chaps. Chaps. Okay. I see. This is a stretch. If we're (laughs) going to be like, like, okay, what do we? Oh, my God. They are essentially go, they go over. Your shorts. Okay. Yeah. I can see it as a nod to maybe the original like leather daddies and of the, to you me know, that feels maybe like, like minstrelly. The... It's like, um, okay. Playing to a stereotype or a sort of like a caricature. This is true. What gay person do you know that really wears crotchless pants? <laughs> well, I mean, not like on the regs. Well, like in pride, maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Like there's a whole, I lived in San Francisco. And you saw I'm them like, a lot? Th- yeah. I, well, I mean, I saw them when oh, we like went like the Folsom Street Fair or like, you know, on an occasion. Wait, like, what did they have underneath? Just underpants or what? Or like leather. Yeah, like leather underwear or... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Leather, I mean, okay. 
Gene on Gene. No. This is, it's not good. I told you, I was trying. I was trying, you know? And here's the thing. Let's see. Let's see. Oh, okay. Because sometimes, you know, like in the description, it like will tell you some info about it. Like sometimes yeah. I'll see shirts that like maybe have like a reference that I don't understand. And I'm like, well, let me look <laughs> yeah. at the de- description. Oh, that explains it. That movie that I never saw. Okay. <laughs> this says the 2020 Levi's Pride Collection continues our tradition of supporting the LGBTQ community with 100% net prote- proceeds benefiting blah, 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 blah. denim chaps with cutouts around the top. That's it. And they don't say like why. But you know what? They're, they've got to have, because it says features, zip fly, leg opening, straight. Okay. Haha. <laughs> That's funny. The pants are straight. <laughs> Good one. Thanks. I mean, it's a yeah. reach. But That's it a says zipper fly. It really is. It says zippered fly. And the only way it could be zippered fly is if the shorts came attached to it. So right. I think the shorts come with it. This oh. is a problem. Yeah, it's just not to me. Like I don't get it, and I'm like, it, if you're saying crotchless pants are synonymous with gay culture, I would probably protest that and disagree with you. And yeah, and the just other, make a cool rainbow top for Pete's sake. Is it under men's clothing or women's clothing? Because it's got a woman wearing it, so right? It's kind and of that like made a, it worse that's a too. Problem. That does make it worse. Okay, yeah, I'm anti. But if the gays love it, then I will too. So if you guys then love I'm pro. it, let me know. Let me know. Right. I mean, it's going to be. Here's the thing. Like, you know what? I, I really hope somebody in the gay community comes out and says that it's terribly styled. That's what and I'm thinking. The, the picture I'm looking at. I'm like, did did somebody just miss the mark on on the styling? Like, we got like gather the terrible shoes to go with it. They need to be at least twice the the. Yeah, the you're height, right. Maybe it's just that, that they aren't cute. That I'm. Mad did, about. did they have no gay people working to help them with this? <laughs> right. Because I mean, I don't know. I, don't I just know. feel I'm like. Here. Okay, maybe they will love it, and, and they see it as emblematic of gay culture. And if so then great. Let's get some crotchless denim going on for pride. Yeah. But to me, it felt like, what? <laughs> yeah. It feels like that to me. Okay, good. I've seen no good. Yeah. It feels like, what? Let us know, yeah. gays. Yeah. 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 Let us know. Okay. <laughs> cool. Now I'm just like, I'm like, oh, what other products are out there that, you know, I'm like, I'm into it. Yeah, like, like usually the partnerships, like Fabletics did one for um, Pride as well. They have a p- Pride collection, so I got a really cute sports bra with a rainbow on it. It's cool. See, I rainbow, I feel like, is so your, like, a good totally. look for you. Because it's 70s. So, totally. <laughs> yes, I want you to wear all of that. And, hey, didn't I see you got some roller skates? They canceled my order, Sarah. Susie! <laughs> I'm so sorry. But also, whenever I posted that, I got tons of people being like, well, you better get um, a butt guard and wrist guard because they're yeah. dangerous. So I was like, what? Well, Has you're roller skating changed since no, I was it hasn't. 10? You're fine because you've done this before. Uh, what is? What are they doing? Well, it's it's keeping a low center of gravity. If sometimes <laughs> when the feet get out from under you, you can do like the whoa. And the thing that d- made me want it is that pay, uh, the picture of Farrah Fawcett, remember, on the skateboard? Yeah. I love yes. that 70s oh, love that. look. And I'm like, I could up the ante and get really rad roller skates and do yes. that with tube socks. I'm into yeah. it. Oh, I get a brand new pair <laughs> We'll see. To be continued on that. Maybe I'll get yeah. a new order. I don't know. And look at us. I'm going to be like all 90s out in my bike shorts, which I've bought and like uh, Ooh, purchased yeah. three pairs of since all of it, like since it's become a trend. Just a, 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 a call to action for <laughs> listeners out there who may also like bike shorts. Can you please tell me what to, ones to buy that won't give me a camel toe? Because I need the gusset. Mm. You know what What's I mean? What's a gusset? It's that little triangle piece that's in the middle. If it's just the seam straight up and down, ouch! Like it's too. It's it's. I don't want. I they, I I don't want to leave the house wearing that. I will but, say, Fabletics has um, new shorts that I got that look like biker shorts, but they're not that material. Oh yeah, I'll okay. send you the link to that. I don't know if oh, that's what you're right. looking for. Do you have? Do you get camel toe? No, 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 
Not that I've noticed. Maybe not that's that more I've spandex noticed. problem. I pr- it probably is. Okay, I see. Yeah, yeah that's totally it. Yeah, oh, yeah, send me that link. Cool. That was like an aside. <laughs> that was just, just for me. I don't even remember what the original topic. Oh, yes, what we're going to be wearing when we're rollerblading. So I'm going to be wearing that and my tie-dye stuff. And then you're going to be dressed in all 70s gear. Yes. And we'll just be looking like we're going to a, a Rock of Ages party oh, that nobody invited us to and nobody <laughs> is throwing. Right. We're in, we're not in costume. This is just who we are. That's who we are. Of course, it might be Halloween by the time, uh, uh, you know, oh my God. we're like Don't out of this. That. I know. I know I shouldn't, but. I normally find bras to be so uncomfortable and constricting, but Skims has changed that. You know, I love Skims underwear. So I finally tried their bras and Skims has delivered again. Skims bras are worth the hype for the amazing shape and support they give, but what I wasn't expecting was how comfortable they are too. I've tried so many bras in the past, and the main issue that I have is that they weren't supportive enough, to the point where they felt slouchy. I love my Skims wireless form bra because it's so comfortable and supportive. The older I get, the more I care about actually being comfortable in what I wear every day. And with my wireless form bra, I no longer have to sacrifice my comfort for the support I need. Shop Skims Bras at skims.com, now available in 62 sizes, 30A to 46H. Plus, get free shipping on all orders over $75. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know we sent you. After you place your order, select Podcast in the survey, and select our show in the drop-down menu that follows. Okay, do you want to hear about another documentary watch called Cocaine Island, or do you want to hear about how to write a condolence letter? Very different. Oh, oh my God, different. <laughs> well, I'm going to go with the, the documentary, Cocaine okay. Island. I'm into it. Cocaine, cocaine Island. but is- islands. <laughs> have you ever done cocaine? Uh, yes, I have done it uh, like once or twice and hated it. Why? It's awful. Like why'd I hate it or why'd I do it? No, why'd you hate it? Oh, I mean, like, I, I did it because of peer pressure, and I hated it, <laughs> uh, and bad decisions, and I hated it because, w- listen, does your girl over here need anything else to no. make her, no. no. That's like what Kathy Griffin says about why she doesn't drink. She's like, I don't really? need any of that. Yeah. The last thing I want to do, I have trouble getting to sleep at night as it is. I, it was like, <sighs> I, I mean, I remember, like, I did it, and I was like, this is? Yeah. This is this is like painful. The next, uh, 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 no, that uh, wouldn't be for me. No, so mm-hmm. yeah, man, okay. I can't believe I shared that. I never thought I would, but you know oh. what? Maybe people should well, know that it's you know people do things when they're young. Yeah. Oh my gosh, it is it kind of funny to think I'm older now, and I it's like wasn't it was like years ago <laughs> since these things happened. So. Yeah, I, I have gray hair. Remember. <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking to Mae Musk right now. I mean, come on. <laughs> In my dreams. Okay. okay, back to the subject. On here. Netflix, yes. Co- Cocaine Island, um, it was beautifully shot, really, really beautifully uh, cinematic. And it was about this guy who's like a big, um, heavy house builder. He's like a, he owns his own home building company. Okay. And okay. he's just like a married white guy with a daughter. And... Um, he, oh, I love this. This is the beginning. They had this guy talking on camera and he goes, you know, a normal fairy tale starts out with once upon a time. A mm-hmm. Southern fairy tale starts out with, you ain't going to believe this shit. <laughs> and I was like, oh, I'm watching this. Yes. And so it was oh about God. this guy in the South who kept hearing this tale from his friend that his friend had been in Puerto Rico and was walking along the beach and came across this bag. He unzipped it, and inside was tons of kilos of um, cocaine. Uh-huh. And so the guy that found it, like, eventually buried it because he didn't want to turn it over to the Puerto Rican police because he said they were corrupt and that he might end up in jail. So he was almost, like, scared to even have it. And so he just buried it. And then mm. he told all his friends the story. And we're talking about one or two million dollars worth of cocaine. Like, oh my god, yes, everybody a lot. Wants this. And so everyone was like obsessed with this story. And then eventually, the guy, the heavy guy, he. When you I, say heavy, do you mean physically? Was, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I okay, because it's like notable. Like in the film, it comes up a okay. lot that he like is a heavy guy and. 
they refer to him as out of shape and he's like a real okay. character. Okay, got it, got it. That is part of his identity and, and who he is. Yeah. Yes. Cause I didn't know, I was like, a heavy Why is she saying I was heavy? like, heavy, like he does a lot of heavy lifting. Okay, got it. Heavy contractor. <laughs> I was like, what are we doing? Okay, got it. A large man. Yes. He was he's a large a big man. Guy. Big guy. Mm. And, um, uh, so he fell on hard times after the recession because people stopped building homes and he really wanted to provide for his family. So he started fixating on that bag of cocaine and thinking like, I need mm-hmm. to go get mm-hmm. it. Anyway, mm-hmm. it's the story of him trying to find the bag of cocaine and then eventually, um, getting in trouble with the FBI about it. Oh, dang. And oh my gosh. Well, I yeah. don't want to spoil Cause here's it. the problem. Like, once you do find it, yeah. now you have then like a what? whole bunch of new problems. Right. And like now it's also, I mean, as we mentioned, I'm not very uh, uh, well-versed in cocaine, but <laughs> or in like go- happenings or, or, or ingredients or this, that, and the other. Yes. But I would assume if it's been buried for years, it probably isn't good. Well, that, maybe. I don't know how that works. I don't That's know either. Point. Well, regardless of whether it's good or not, you don't want to bring it in the U.S. because then you're in hot water. And um, most of the documentary, even though it's beautifully shot and very cinematic, it's it's playful and silly. And you just think, what is this about? Where are we getting at here? And then towards the end, it gets serious because there were consequences to all Mm. that they they did. I'm only telling you all of this because I happened to watch it the week that the protests started. Mm-hmm. And that really frames how you see things when you're thinking about white privilege, because what mm. happened with this guy, you know, he, mm. once he got in trouble, you, he and his wife in their interviews, they start crying. This is all bullshit. I can't believe it. I'm a nice man. Um, I was just trying to feed my family and I thought, uh, um, well, that's literally every drug dealer and, yeah. um, Let's just say uh, right. it wouldn't be a slap on the wrist if you were dark-skinned. Right. Um, oh, and I just thought is... it was so interesting how just one week of protests changed just how I viewed otherwise kind of oh. playful documentary, you know? This is so good. That's yeah. so important. It's important to w- like put that little, that's like a lens, like like glasses that we yeah. have to see the world through and to be able to recognize those kind of things. And I still love yeah. the film and I still love the main characters and think, and I yeah. was rooting for them and I do think he's a nice man. I think the way he ended up being treated is how we should also be treating mm-hmm. dark skinned people. Mm-hmm. Like mm. not, not that this guy should have gotten in more trouble, but just that... Mm-hmm. No one right. should be getting oh in big trouble when it's not that big of a deal. But the, the right. movie is kind of like a treasure map story, you know, well, like, fun. can yeah. we find it? There's colorful characters in it. And then it does kind of make you wonder, like, let's say you found out that, like, your brother had found a big bag of co- cocaine or whatever worth a million mm-hmm. or two million dollars. What would you do? Absolutely not go hunt for that cocaine. <laughs> What if it was in the U.S.? Like, what if it was nothing. in the O.C.? I wouldn't do it. I'd be like, first of all, what, <laughs> how on earth do you have access to $2 million worth of cocaine? What's wrong going? What choices did you make in your life? And we would have bigger problems. No, what if no, they just stumbled no. upon it and then buried it? Because he, I'm not into any sort of get rid <laughs> if it's too uh, – no. Because nothing, nothing good comes from, listen, you find a wallet with money in it, you turn it in. You find cocaine buried in, on an island, you turn it in. You don't, like, there's no, you, there's no get rich quick scheme. I don't even play the lottery because I don't want to win that money because I feel like it wouldn't be. It would ruin you. You know what? I, I, I barely, look, look, I want, you know what it might come from? I have to say this to justify, like, me being okay with not winning any of the money from the challenge. Yes. So it's like, it's total, oh my God. I knew it. This has been like therapy. This is like (laughs) me rational, this is rationalization or like justification of that. So I have to be like, I, every dollar that matters to me has to be earned, you know, like, I don't, you know what I'm saying. You don't want any shortcuts. No shortcuts because nothing good comes from them. And hmm. even if it's winning money on a reality television show, so I there's think a price it was a blessing. There's a price to pay. So there's a it was a blessing, in you know, 
and made a lot of things less complicated that I didn't win that money to now that I think about it. Yes. I never thought about that. Yes. That might have made divorce things more complicated. You know what? It's uh, There are a million things like that, I think, yeah. that could have occurred. Huh. Thank you, Johnny. Uh, some, I forget the saying, but somebody was like, sometimes unanswered prayer is the, yeah. a great stroke of luck. And yeah. you don't always know it, yeah. but you have to hope that that's the case. Yep, yep. But yeah, yep. I mean, you've seen like articles or pieces about how the lottery curse, you know, people right. that win the lottery. It's not a curse. It's just, you right. know, more mo- mo money, more problems. Mo- right. And it's just what what that, the the mentality behind that and that kind of, like it, it, it you know. Oh my God. Too, I see it over here. So much. As soon as we started having more success with our business, mm-hmm. we mm-hmm. started seeing the consequences of that and the way that people, mm-hmm. there's a money grab, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Yeah. People start thinking, yeah. oh, they look oh, like they're sure. doing well. I think I want a piece of that. Yeah. Yes, 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 yes. Oh, man. Mo money, mo problems. <laughs> it's true. It really is true. But anyway, I think huh. you would like it if you're looking yeah, for I'm gonna check a that light out. and delightful documentary. I really am. I've been, you know what TV show I watched that I highly recommend, Suze, uh, just because, you know, well, for like a million reasons, but Space Force with Steve Carell. Was it good? It was really good. We watched the whole thing and the best, oh, this is what I wanted to tell you, that one of the things that, why you have to watch it is because they're, they do little nods to actual like space, like real events. Like there's one part where they're, spoiler alert, um, they go up to space, it's Space Force, so um, what am I really spoiling? Saving um, <laughs> the in the title. Um, uh, so they go up to space, and there's a they woman were really who's, forceful, right? Really forceful. Oh, that too. They were um, they were sending a woman up to space. And they were going through like the kind of things they brought, and they didn't bring like. Like, I think they didn't bring a toothbrush. And they were like, what? You didn't bring a toothbrush, but you brought a hundred tampons? And I was like, Ren, that really fucking happened. And so they do this all the time. Like, the whole, I was like, I had just told him that story. I was like, the spaceship, like, they do dumb shit all the time. Like, for example, (laughs) let me tell you what they packed Sally Ride on her first trip. And like, he's like, no way. And then no joke, five minutes later, they make that joke. And I was like, oh. And then it made us think, oh my God, have all of these things that they're saying been like right. real ideas so you have to see it because if you know about like you know things like that references mm-hmm. it's extra f- oh my god i'm getting worked up is it it's extra funny yes it's like 10 10 episodes maybe or nine episodes eight maybe I but can't believe you you'll fly this. through them i love it it's super fat it's like they're like short episodes okay but it's great and like everybody's in it john malkovich is in it oh. jane lynch is in it um, but it's a it's a comedy c- total comedy Okay. Oh, it's so funny. All right. A plus. I'm on it. A plus. Do you think people like have subscribed and told a friend though? That's what I'm wondering about. I I hope so. I mean, if they haven't, they can do that right now. Yeah, it's not too late to right your if, wrongs. And if your friends don't know, you can also get a cool Brain Candy Podcast T-shirt or other. Uh, oh my gosh, you know, we have the cutest merch, merch to show them, right? And how about a mask? Get a mask. Hello. Ours are super cute. Who doesn't cute. want? Oh my god, they're so cute. Well, I, I mean, you know, I love them because like it's my doodle. So, <laughs> right, drawn by that. Sarah. So I do like right. that. So there you go, people. Thank you guys for listening. We'll see you love next you. time. Bye 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 bye. Look around. You can find cars like these on Auto Trader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on Auto Trader. Just you wait. Auto Trader.